Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, this feels kind of weird. It's kind of a deja vu type situation. I've done this intro twice in the last 10 minutes, and all of that is because of a very exciting interview that we just finished up with Glenn Geffner from the Miami Marlins radio network. Yes, uh, got a chance to sit down and talk with him. Uh, He will be, uh, you'll be able to hear that interview on Sunday's show. Uh, LJ and I will have the day off, um, but you will get that interview so insightful on the Marlins so far this year. Um, (laughs) And just something that you're not going to want to miss. for Sunday, but uh, we have a lot to talk about today, Wednesday, May 25th, um, and let's start off with uh, the game everyone's talking about, Mets and Giants from last night. The Giants win 13-12 to um, as they walk it off in the bottom of the ninth inning. Just so much back and forth uh, in this game. Um, LJ, I don't even know where to start. There was almost 40 combined hits, 25 combined runs. Um, how do we even start to break this down? Um, let's let's start with the pitching because, I mean, that's very much to blame for this type of situation. And 
Let's start on the Mets side. Chris Bassett, been excellent this year. I think we could go beyond excellent. I mean, he was probably one of the best pitchers of the first three weeks. Like, through the first three or four starts, he was one of the best pitchers in the league. And that was not the case tonight. Four and a third innings, eight hits, eight earned, three walks, and four strikeouts. Um, Had a nose for the long ball as well, allowed three up. He's inflated his ERA now to a 391. That, of course, will come down dramatically at some point here. But we are kind of in, I guess you could call it, uh, blow up start season where, you know, we're getting into that point in the year where the uh, guys who are hot to start the year start to cool down. Some of these guys get a little more tired. And you're seeing guys like Bassett, Cole, Ivaldi all start to get those get dinked or dinked up a little bit and get knocked around because i mean cole i believe cole had his first blow-up start of the season last week uh i mean yeah all right by by our, by our are, I'm you saying by our Sayung, are you no no, no I'm, I'm not i'm trying to say oh, okay. by our Sayung definition the five Which, earned five earned yeah i guess so yeah so that would be um that lj um i might be a little out on Chris Bassett. <laughs> out on Chris Bassett. Let me pull up the diet, the chart. Um, I, you know, looking at some of these baseball savant things, I see some very good things on here and some very bad things on here. Uh, LJ, which would you prefer to hear first? The the good. Let's or... hear the good. I like to hear good. Okay. Um, his average exit velocity ninety fourth percentile. So. People are not hitting the ball hard off of him. That's very good. Except for last night. Um, The bad chase rate in the 11th percentile. So the swings and misses are, um, or excuse me, that's not even swings and misses. Um, Chase rate is whether or not he's he's, uh, getting guys to swing at pitches that are outside of the strike zone, um, which... He is not. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit out on Chris Bassett, honestly. Three nine one ERA. I think he could sit around this um, ERA for the rest of the season. But the idea that this guy is like a really good pitcher, um, I don't know. It's I'm I'm out. I'm out. Um, it was it was a situation of a, a hot three starts, right? Like. Possibly the hottest you could ask for, but you're not. The way just... that people were talking about this guy was, I mean, look, he's he's finished top ten in the Cy Young each of the last two two years, but you know, a, a people were talking about this guy like he was like he was gonna replace, uh, he was gonna be able to do what Scherzer and Jacob Degrom were doing um, when 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 they were out. Um, well. Again, that's Good. that's that's a stretch. Good, but I'm out. That's a I'm stretch. Out. That's a very fringe group of Mets fans as well. Oh, absolutely. He, no, you're right. Either way, I think you know, long term, he's gonna it's gonna even out, and you're not gonna complain when this guy is going three three zero for the full season. Yeah. The other guy I wanted to turn to in this game is Tyler Rogers. You know, one of the best parts, the shining pieces of the San Francisco Giants bullpen last year. He pitches 81 innings, allows a 2-2-2 ERA over that time. Hasn't had a 4, anything above a 4-5 four, 
in his career so far, very early career. This is just being his fourth season in the bigs. Gets absolutely shelled late for the Giants here. I mean, you know, this should have looked like a very clear-cut win. You go into the – yeah, you go into your bullpen up six runs, and then you have a situation where, you know, you get a couple taken away by Leon, and then Tyler Rogers comes out. He gets one out, allows seven hits and seven earned runs during that time. His ERA this year is now a 7-4-1. Yeah, uh, Tyler Rogers comes into the game. They're up uh, 8-5 to five at this point uh, in, the eight, in the top of the eighth inning. And uh, here's each batter he faced. It went single, 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 mound visit, single, mound visit. Um, fielder's choice out, so he finally got an out. Single, single, triple, and that's it for him. Ooh, baby, a triple. Um, yeah, no, this is just kind of incompetence here. And frankly, to look at the full game picture, the Giants... Incompetence all around in the bullpens. Oh, incompetence all around in the bullpens, but if I had to say who deserved it, I think the Giants deserved it much less. They came from such a position of strength here and did everything in their power to lose this game. And then Edwin Diaz showed up and was like, hey, yeah, actually, that's Edwin Diaz. He, see, he, sees, he sees poor bullpen appearances and says, hold my beer before heading out to absolutely ruin Mets fans' dreams. Honestly, where are we? Good. Like, he's, he's, he's good. Edwin Diaz gets a lot of hate because he blows games like this. Where it's just like, come on, dude. We just came all the way back for this to happen. Like, no, there's there's no way. He, he does it so convincingly, always, is the thing. Like, when he, he doesn't just accidentally blow, blow saves. Like, we're going to talk about the Braves-Phillies game real quick in a minute. But that was like, stuff happens. Like, no one should be mad at Kenley Jansen for giving up that absolute bomb to the reigning MVP. Like, that's just... He's still a great pitcher. Edwin Diaz, when he blows saves, it's not because of like, oh, freak play by freak athlete. It's no, dramatic. It's, just, it's he. It's dramatic. He just he implodes. He finds a way to implode. Either way, yes, you're talking about a lot of red on this chart for him. Hundredth uh, percentile in whiff rate. You're talking about hundredth percentile in strikeout rate. Expecteds are all way up there, but. Are these types of outings something you can really rely on in a deep postseason run? No, but um, I mean, you look at his game logs this year. He, I mean, as of late, he's been getting tagged a little more, but the ERA is still relatively low. Um, and oh, sure, but he's I had a lot of a lot of good outings um, in here. I guess what I'm trying to get at is if another closer or high leverage setup guy becomes available, the Mets have to jump at him, right? Not another closer, but they could certainly not, use another guy. I mean, not you, you aren't going to oh, take need, Edwin Diaz out of the closer role. That's they the, that's need, not happening. No, I'm not trying to say that, Brandon. If, if you listen, I'm trying to say here that – um. I completely lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, I kind of snapped there. I'm trying to listen, though. I know you're trying to listen, and now I can't talk. Um, 
Jeez, I'm... I don't know. I just feel like they need at least one, probably two more bullpen arms at this point. But if I'm in there, I have to go after the best one available because at minimum, you can take away some of those innings from him late. Like the best thing that could have happened, like if in a perfect world, if the Red Sox actually were able to identify bullpen arms and, you know, actually build a true bullpen, that's probably the situation you look at in 2018. As great as Craig Kimbrell is, no one wanted to see him out on the field this come September or October. Like, it was just a bad stretch, and every guy has bad stretches. But when your bad stretches are so convincingly bad as Edwin Diaz's are, you do need somebody that you could kind of slot in there temporarily for not even all of them, but maybe just some of those major situations that you would have normally used him for. Well, let's say it's to trade a deadline and the Red Sox are out of it. What about a guy like Jake Diekman? Um You don't want Jake Diekman. But the Mets have like no lefties in, in their bullpen. That's what I'm saying. I mean, all they have is Joely Rodriguez, who's been okay this year, um, and then a Chase and Shreve. Wow, both ex-Yankees. They have three ex three ex uh Yankees uh in this in this bullpen here. Um but yeah, I feel like well, I guess what you're looking at with Jake Diekman, though. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm agreeing with you. They need a lefty. What you're looking at with Jake Diekman is a guy who's going to come in, load the bases on walks, and then make you have to bring Adam Adovino in to give up the grand slam. <laughs> like that's kind of what we're talking here. And I'm, am I wrong? Hey, Adovino against against righties is is crazy, and then a left-handed batter comes up to the plate, and it's 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 game over. <laughs> it is. Adovino is just casually. Also, I think Adovino is casually underrated. He is. He was what Edwin Diaz is. Wow. Am I no, wrong? Edwin Diaz. There was the. There's there's some Edwin not, not, Diaz. Not the same, not the same level of skill, but in that same situation where. If Edwin Adam Adovino could be good for months, but then when he decides to start blowing games, it's the most in the most dramatic fashion possible. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to compare skill level here. I'm okay. saying the situations are the same. I mean, yeah, you could, yeah, that's that's certainly fair. Um, anyways, the Giants go on to win thirteen to twelve. The walk off comes by way of uh, a Jock. Well, Jock Peterson ties it in the bottom of the ninth. He had eight RBIs in this game. I believe three home runs. A bingo, bango, Yahtzee. Supreme. 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 Um, and then Brandon Crawford cashes in with the walk-off single. The Giants collect 19 hits. The Mets collect 18 hits. Clearly, the MLB grabbed um, the 2019 baseballs for this game. Um, it just, they just, they just, they just mixed them up. Um did yeah you know we haven't seen teams like break break up 15 hits barely feel now we just got two teams doing it in the same game two of the best pitching staffs in the league up until this point and it's interesting um all right lj you wanted you to go? talk about phillies and braves right yeah fantastic last couple innings again more bullpen mo built you know what they say mo built mo bullpen mo problems um and yeah i think you know brandon you were saying to me earlier you heard some people on line saying that the phillies lost this game because of the worst bullpen management in like the history of ever 
that's that's pretty fair. This is a 4-2 game. Yes, this is a 4-2 game in favor of the Phillies. In favor of the Yes. No, in favor of the Braves, excuse me. I'm going I'm going nuts here. I'm sorry. Um going down late and Max Fried has a ter- terrific start here, 6 innings, 2 earned, 5 strikeouts. Then all of a sudden, you know, you get Will Smith gets hit for one and then Kenley Jansen is in for the save in the ninth inning. Things are going great till two outs. Bryce Harper comes up. Who else is going to absolutely take one of the best closers in the game right now? Long. And when it was long, it was very long. Brandon, did you see the home run? Yeah, it was a nuke. Absolute bomb. We then get to the more interesting situation here as it's time for the Phillies to try to close out this game, get the save. Only one problem with that. Their closer, Corey Kniebel, had now pitched two days in a row, and so heaven forbid he ever situationally pitch a third game, especially when certain guys aren't available to you. Heaven forbid. You know, you have to have these very hard-line rules. We should also back up and say that their next best player, their only other former closer on this team, Brad Hand, had pitched the eighth inning, fully knowing that Corey Kniebel was unavailable this evening. And so Joe Girardi decides to trust the ninth inning to Nick Nelson, who I believe going into the game had a three three eight ERA. Well, also Yuri's Yuri's familia. He used to close games, right? Right. Like they they have him. I feel like Sir Anthony Dominguez, who's pitched really well this year. I feel like he is capable of closing a game. I don't know, and and, and um, for the teams that don't have a set closer, and what I think the Yankees should start doing at least, is you have your best reliever pitch to their best hitters, pitch to the middle of the lineup. Where where was it in the Atlanta lineup? It was the top of the lineup, right? No, it was actually yes, it was. Yeah, it was Acuna, or no, it was, it was Swanson, Acuna, Contreras. Okay, so essentially like the top of the lineup. Um, yeah, what are you doing putting Nick Nelson in the game, Joe? But then again, we don't know how that bullpen is usually managed, but based on what I was reading online, fans were not happy. Yeah, and again, rightfully so. I don't know, I'm not a big fan. I understand the whole rest thing, is how important rest is to the game. But we've seen time and time again the Yankees especially keep continually getting burned by situations where, oh, Chapman pitched the last two days, so no matter what, he can't go tonight. It doesn't matter if we're playing the Astros. It doesn't matter if the Red Sox are half game behind us and we're about to lose the division. If we don't get this save, we can't use him. Those situations, it's just it's so kind of tone deaf. I mean, here you are with your best division rival right now, like a team that you're going to be competing with probably for the wild card the rest of the year if you're going to have any hope of it. And it's a very winnable game. And yet you're not allowed, you're not willing to, A, keep Brad Hand for the ninth inning. Makes no sense not having that settled in and having the common sense and wherewithal to hold hold off in case you need him. Because he could have used a day too, correct? Like that wasn't his first time out this week or anything. Like it wasn't like he needed the work. 
Brad Hand had had two days off before that, but I feel like that's, again, a situation that I'm willing to risk on this. You you need one of those two guys to be ready for the ninth inning is the moral of the story. Yeah, uh, I, I, I certainly agree with that. Um, it's, you know, it's tough. Um, this is a Phillies bullpen that you look up and down at the ERAs. Um, it's actually very good. Um, they certainly pitched like you look at what the 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 pitchers that are healthy in their eras and it's very good and then you look at the at where they actually rank and they're 21st in the league um you know they've had quite a few injuries they've had four relievers go down um and and that are on their il right now so again it's one of those situations where you know they're usually they're usually fine they just find ways to lose games yeah it's like they've got, what are they at? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They have nine Edwin Diaz's on in this bullpen. What is considered an Edwin Diaz? I don't know anymore, Brandon. <laughs> Just trying to make make you laugh. It's not working out for me right well, now. Well, um, I think the other game, uh, actually, LJ, I'll let you get your minute on the Red Sox blowout. How they blew up Dylan Cease. Yeah, talk about blowout starts. This this is blowout season. and Or blow-up season, excuse me. Dylan Cease, three innings, eight hits, seven earned, four strikeouts. Trevor Story goes yard again. Somebody get this man a piss test because this run. (laughs) How does this happen, LJ? How does this happen? I don't understand how you can go from so horrible to – so good like he's he got can't he's get above, out he can't get out but also he's above average now right he went from having a terrible terrible start to a 115 ops plus in a week he's got to give him marcus Simeon some of the stuff that, that that he's been doing at this rate that's amazing and you think about again i think it might just be comfort too like you know he kind of settled through his adjustment to boston he also settled into his adjustment to second base Brandon, he leads all second basemen in the league in outs above average this month in May. He is the top defensive second baseman in May. And you watch him play the position last month, you definitely weren't saying that. So this is definitely he what he's done so far is a huge win. Rafi keeps hitting bombs, keeps keeping himself in the MVP race. Other than that, this is just a uh disappointing game for chicago you definitely didn't want to come out this flat to start your homestand right this is the start of a home stretch for them uh believe so um either either way they were just in the bronx right yeah 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 so either way you don't want to open up a home series like this this just does not set the tone for the games that always should be winnable i don't care if you're the orioles you should look at your home series as every single game is very winnable uh, no, absolutely. I can I can totally agree with that. Um, LJ, I want to play a quick game, and I want you to put something on your calendar for Monday because that'll be after Memorial Day. You know how much I love Monday is Memorial Day. Okay, so okay, yes, okay, that, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant because we'll t- be talking about it like after our official like cutoff is done. Marcus Simeon currently 
no home runs and a 38 OPS plus, okay? Will he by Monday have above a 40 OPS plus, LJ? Yes. No. Or no? You're going no. I'm going to go with yes just because I feel like two hits. Oh wait. Th- three hits gets you above a 40. He he only needs to go up two points. <laughs> Actually, can I can I hold off yes. on that? I, mean, I need to see who they're playing. You can imagine. Okay, I can tell you they are playing at Oakland this weekend. Who's or starting at Oakland? Who's starting for Oakland? Uh, it looks like Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin, Zach Logue, and James Caprillion. Mm. So they do. He does miss Paul Blackburn. Yeah, he does. Good um, it's not optimized. I mean, you still have to face Frankie Montas. I'm gonna he's go with still no, the no. guy that finished third no. in MVP voting. No, he sold for the bag. No, he can't. He won't. Mark my words. Well, LJ, let's finish off the episode. Talk about um, a couple of injuries. Um, that we wanted to touch on first um, Freddie Peralta uh, he got an MRI he had a sore right shoulder um, and it revealed a shoulder strain and according to the Brewers manager Craig Council um, he's expected to miss significant time yeah it's it's unideal I mean you talk about a situation where this Milwaukee rotation hasn't performed up to its caliber so far particularly him maybe some time away will get things back going but at the end of the day you know you really honestly the person the thing i'm more worried about than losing a guy like freddie peralta because they do have other options here like i'm not going to complain with uh, i believe it's aaron ashby that's going to be slotting in there right yes yeah, for him. Yeah, I'm not going to complain with Aaron Ashby. Honestly, my bigger concern than Freddie Peralta missing more t- time is Brandon Woodruff getting things back going together. Like, this is a guy with a 4.76 ERA almost completely through the first season of the year. That's, yeah, he's, that's he's had him. a few good um, – his, his last a few starts have been pretty good, his last two. I need at least another one. Brandon, do we want to put an, a mile che- uh, check on Brandon Woodruff? He's got one start. How far down do you think he can get it? What's he at right now, you said? He's at a 476. I'm going to figure out the total runs. Um, I think he could get down to uh, under 4-5 with that start, right? Yeah. Uh, He'd have to. He has 21 earned in 39 innings. Yeah, he can get under. Yeah, he'll be able to get under four or five. I'll say under four or five. He's gonna have a under good start. Okay. Gonna have a good day. Good old fashioned day. Yeah. For Brandon Woodruff. Well, um, the other injury. Uh, Chris Bryant going back onto the IL with the same injury he had that put him on the IL in late April. It is a lower back strain. Um, this IL placement's retroactive to May 23rd, so Monday. 
but um, he'd only been active for two games since coming back from that first IL stint. Um, then he gets scratched from Monday's game, and now he'll be out until at least uh, June 2nd. Um, and LJ, clearly this isn't the way that Chris Bryant envisioned his Rockies career starting. No, I I would doubt that. And, you know, this is a guy who also hasn't played the best through injuries. Not I'm not an issue. I'm not trying to doubt, like, this isn't me knocking on him. Like some guys, just the way they're built, the way they they swing, playing through things, it's usually a lot easier for them to just go to the IL instead because they're not going to be productive. You saw him with the sh- same shoulder injury that Fernando Tatis had last year, two years ago he had it. And it was night and day, the difference between how Tatis came back and the way Bryant came back. Ultimately, you're better being conservative with him and hoping that when he comes back, he is fully healthy. Either yeah. way, I don't think it's going to matter that much because this is the second year in a row that you've had a big star go to a small to go to a market that isn't going to give him a lot of pushback. So at the end of the day, people are more likely to forget about him than they are to be mad that he's not on the field. It's not like Jacoby Ellsbury. It's more like George Springer where – he can miss all the time in the world and no one's going to get mad. Especially because they're locked up for so long that they they know that they'll be able to see, hopefully, plenty of them in the future. Um, but I think that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check us out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at MLB Daily Pod. And on Sunday, be sure to listen to our interview with Miami Marlins radio broadcaster, Glenn Geffner. But until then, we'll see you tomorrow with our team of the weeks. And yeah, have a good one. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.